The Viable Group, Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. Welcome to the three big questions of retirement with Tim Brown of The Viable Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tim provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the answers to your financial questions is Tim Brown. Hello, hello. Welcome to the three big questions of retirement. My name is Tim Brown from The Viable Group. And as you know, the three big questions of retirement are, is my money in the right place? Will my nest egg help me maintain my lifestyle once I've retired? And what happens to my family when something happens to me? Now, today we're going to be talking about something a little different, feelings and finances. And before we get into it, I want to welcome my co-host to the show, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you feeling? Well, I'm feeling good. And thanks for asking, Tim. I've really, I'm feeling great. Everyone in my family is healthy. So that's the good news. Um, We are still uh, all working from home. Uh, The kids are finishing up the school year from home and my wife and I uh, still work out of our home offices here. I'm in my home studio, so uh, we're still doing the home uh, thing, but uh, hopefully things will get back to normal uh, eventually here or some semblance of normal. Uh, otherwise, we're great. Uh, we've been doing fine getting out, uh, you know, and getting some yard work done. You know, it feels good to get out, take some walks. How about you? How have you been? Oh, we've been fantastic. We've had good uh, early summer weather in Texas, and we've been working hard uh, in the office since we're in essential service. We've been in the office four to four and a half days a week, working one day a week remotely, uh, seeing people, doing a lot of virtual meetings as well as a few in-person meetings. We got the office set up where it is absolutely safe, and that's a good thing. We're all wearing our masks when we're having meetings, so we're just adapting and I'm very happy with the way things are going. Yeah, good. Good. I know you've been keeping busy throughout this. I mean, uh, financial advisors uh, and financial uh, professionals like yourself are considered essential. Obviously, people need to manage their money or have access to it. And so you've been working throughout the COVID-19 issue. And of course, uh, not only are you working and have been busy, but now it's more important to work with somebody like yourself uh, than ever before uh, during this time with the economic upheaval and the market fluctuations and just different rule changes uh, for access to folks' accounts. Um, when it comes to finances, though, uh, a lot of people have uh, feelings, right? And that is that what we're talking about today? It is, Tony, and the reason I wanted to talk about that today is because a lot of things that we talk about are fact-driven. When we discuss retirement vehicles or market performance, we always tend to talk in, well, the market's up 10% or the market is this or the market is that. How much money do we have safe? How much money do we have at risk? 
What about your allocation? These are all the things that we talk about. And if you notice, they're fact-driven. Today, we're going to be talking about our feelings and your feelings and your feelings about finances, because when we do that, we can get to that place we all want to be at, which is a financial well-being and ways to achieve it. Yeah. So uh, what do you mean when you say financial well-being? Are you just, does that mean being rich or what does that mean? Well, there's a big difference. Financial wealth, having wealth and financial security, let me explain how they're different. You could measure the wealth of yourself or your coworkers, your friends and your family comparatively. So you tend to do that. You know, you go, well, I have a fair amount of money, but maybe not as much as the guy sitting next to me or something like that. So, but you shouldn't compare it to other people. You should compare it with your own. So financial well-being is different. Financially secure is being confident that you've got enough resources to cover your financial needs, and that's unique to everybody. We'll break that down a bit further, but I want to give you some characteristics of someone who's financially stable. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, number one, if you're financially stable, you've got control over your daily, your monthly, or your annual expenses. What that means is that you typically have a budget and you refer to it frequently so that a lot of your financial life is planned out and it's allocated to different expenses even before the expenses might arise. You know, we have clients that go, well, Tim, my biggest expense every year is my property tax on my home. And that's something that they accrue for each and every month so that towards the end of the year, when they get that property tax bill, it's not a surprise. It's not an issue. This is something that we knew was going to occur. Now, when you're planned out like that, it allows you to be able to overcome a financial shock that may occur. So what I just talked about there was we've got control, we've got a budget, we've got things planned out, and that prepares us to handle any financial shock that'll occur. So uh, give, a, give us an example of a financial shock. What are you talking about there? Well, it could be a drop in the market. You right. know, we right. just went through I guess that. We're, in a, we're in a big financial <laughs> shock in a lot of ways, right? Yeah, it, certainly. It could be an unforeseen medical emergency. So people that are secure in their financial well-being don't let unexpected situations throw them completely off track. They're typically on track to meet their financial goals. Maybe you're a person that's saving for a down payment on a house or a boat, or you're squirreling away for retirement, but they've planned their work and they're working their plan. Now, this is really important. Those with financial well-being, here's what you get, financial freedom. And that allows you to make decisions that help you control your quality of life. Whether that means a family vacation, whether that means a second home, whether that means helping out your grandchildren with their education needs, those with financial well-being have control over their finances. And what that means is that they get to spend their money how they want to, not how they have to. Right. There, there's a huge difference, right? <laughs> so uh, making choices because you want something 
is a lot better than doing it because you have to, right? Is there a trick to getting to that level of financial well-being? Yeah, you know, I think you need to work with someone who has experience, someone like ourselves, someone that's a good professional financial advisor that will spend the time with you that needs to be spent. It's not a one-size-fits-all model. So if you want to get to a place of financial well-being, think about your goals, think about how you envision your life, how you want to live, and the choices that you need to make now in order to get there in the future. Plan the work, work the plan. Yeah, there you go. I like that motto. Yeah. I and really so do. When you do that, you useful to get into the habit of taking your financial emotional temperature. A good time to do that, Tony, is at your annual visit. You can do it with your financial professional if you're working with someone. If not, of course, we'd love you to work for us. Maybe it's during tax season when you're meeting with your accountant. It's a good time to stop, reflect once every year or so, and analyze not only how am I doing, but how do I feel about how am I doing? Over the last few months, these are two great questions. Over the last few months, how often did I feel joy or peace or satisfaction or pride as it relates to my financial situation? Or how many times in the last few months have I felt negative emotions like stress or anger or helplessness? Well, you know what? We should probably take a quick break here, Tim. Is there anything you want to add before the break? Yeah, absolutely. If you want financial well-being, give us a phone call, 210-824-1750. Go to our website, theviablegroup.com. You can click on past radio shows. You can set up an appointment. Uh, there's all sorts of things on our website that are good and will help you envision your goals and plan out your work. All right. Well, that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more about feelings and finances here on the three big questions of retirement with our host, Tim Brown. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tends to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call the Viable Group. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 210-824-1750 or visit us at theviablegroup.com. And welcome back to the three big questions of retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan, is Tim Brown. And Tim, today you've been talking about the connection between our feelings and our finances and how to, you know, to pursue a sense of financial well-being. Uh, and it's been a good discussion so far. I know there's a lot here to absorb. And as a reminder to our audience, they can always listen to each episode on your website or uh, they can go there to the, the show page and subscribe to it as a podcast. What's the web address once again? The viablegroup.com. Very easy to get to. It's a good website. I suggest people go out and take a look at it. Yeah. And so uh, where do you think negative feelings about finances come from for most people? That's what we're talking about today. Where, where do we get these negative feelings about our, our money or our finances? 
you know, Tony, a lot of us, and I alluded to this a little bit the first time we were talking, but a lot of us have issues with keeping up with the Joneses. So envy, you know, doing an unfair comparison. So consider how often you compare yourself to others and think about who you're comparing yourself to. Friends, family, neighbors, coworkers. How often are those comparisons negative? You know, comparison can be a thief of joy, and I think that that applies to finances too. Yeah, well, I for one don't want anyone stealing my joy. <laughs> right? No. Right? No. So, yeah, and you want to make sure that you don't set yourself up to do that. I mean, we live in a great country, but we live in a country where there are a lot of people that are doing much better than us, and there are a lot of people that are doing much worse than us. And if we're not careful because we're strivers, we tend to want to look, and then we set ourselves up to not be happy. Another thing to consider when you regarding your finances, think about this. Is there someone that you admire for how they balance their life, how they balance their work, how they balance their life? or how they manage their strength, how they manage their finances. Something you may want to consider when it comes to achieving financial well-being is to choose a role model. It can be someone you know. It can be a book you read, you know, The Millionaire Next Door or something like that. Someone that shares your values, someone that you'd mold your life around, someone who makes wise financial choices. So making the conscious decision to choose to think through your financial life and what your financial well-being, and that's important, your financial well-being means to you, it can be overwhelming. Work with someone, a trusted financial services professional that has experience, that's been down this road before, and that will help you get through your unique situation. Yeah, so what else does a financial professional like yourself consider when you look at somebody's financial well-being? We all know stress is a normal part of life, but it can have ramifications if it reaches unhealthy or prolonged levels of stress. We're seeing that right now in our economy. Look, we mentioned that financial well-being is the ability to make decisions to allow you to enjoy your life more. It makes sense that being secure in your finances will contribute to your overall emotional well-being too. Yeah, and I bet that feeling uh, insecure with your finances can have the opposite effect. Oh, it really, really can affect our overall sense of well-being. When we don't have a sense of emotional well-being, we make choices, and they can be bad choices because they come from fear, they come from anxiety, and that can take a negative toll. Not just emotionally, but you can make bad financial decisions. Another thing to think about is our relationships. Many people will agree that our relationships are far more important than our finances, but at one point or another, we let our finances override our closest relationships. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure that's true for most of us. Uh, finances can cause division. Uh, they've destroyed relationships uh, all along the way, even if it's simple uh, just trying to pick up the check for a dinner amongst friends uh, can cause uh, issues, right? Yeah, it really can. And if you stop and think about it, those individuals that have a strong sense of financial well-being, it's easier for
for them to feel at peace and to appreciate the relationships that they have, to appreciate the dinner among friends and the life that you have. And then you're not so worried about or how are we going to split this check six different ways. When you feel secure and you feel stable emotionally, we make wiser, more calculated financial decisions. Yeah, and that's that's important, obviously. Uh, emotional uh Emotions just get you don't want to let your emotions really um, get involved when it comes to your finances, do you? No, you don't. Emotional distress can really be uh, a prelude to making bad financial decisions. Do you remember uh, that old country western song, He's Middle Age Crazy? We joke <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah. We joke about that, how people buying fancy cars during a midlife crisis, but when our emotions are not in check, we are susceptible to making reckless or impulsive decisions, and that negatively affects our financial future. Yeah. I, I love it. A Jerry Lee Lewis reference during the show. <laughs> Look at yeah. you, Tim, uh, referencing an old Jerry Lee Lewis song. Well, um, this all ties in with emotional investing, right? It does. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Our next segment, we're going to look at some ways to avoid making emotional investments. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Now, do you have any comments before we take another quick break here? Yeah. You know, our goal at the Viable Group in our planning process is to get to know our clients, to work with our clients and provide our clients with clarity, knowing that they've got a comfortable retirement either now or in their future and that they've worked hard for. I would advise people, give us a call, 210-824-1750, or go to our website, theviablegroup.com. There's all sorts of good things on there, and you can use that to schedule an appointment with us, whether it's virtual or face-to-face. That sounds great. Thanks, Tim. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more Ways to avoid emotional investments here on the three big questions of retirement with our host, Tim Brown. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on the future of U.S. taxation, Social Security, New Generation Retirement Planning System, and the Generational Vault. Receive your retirement toolkit from The Viable Group by visiting theviablegroup.com or by calling us at 210-824-1750. And welcome back to the three big questions of retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Our host is Tim Brown. And today we've been talking about feelings and finances. And just before the break, we're going to dive into an example of emotional investing. Uh, you were going to talk about that a bit. Uh, what are some of the things, how can we avoid making these emotional investments, Tim? Well, this is really important. And there's four things that I really want you to think about. Okay. Uh, the first one is you want to put a plan in writing. Having a plan written ahead of time gives you a touchstone to calm your emotions when the market drops or when you have an unexpected emergency or when something happens in your life. But if you have a plan in writing, you see, you know, this is a big deal right now, but it doesn't really affect what's going on in my overall financial plan. So it includes what should I do and what I shouldn't do when, for example, 
volatile markets are impacting your emotions. So the written plan is kind of like having a fire drill or a tornado drill. If something major occurs, you've already decided on what you're going to do, right? Absolutely. And that plan or strategy will likely be impacted by number two, know some market history. It's useful for people to know that the markets cycle between bear market and bull market. And what you are experiencing in any given moment is just one measure in a long score of music. Here's the way I like to look at it, Tony. Remember when you used to buy albums and you listened to an album? Oh, yeah, I still do. Yeah. Keep in mind, you're not listening to a song. You're listening to the whole album. So the song, the volatility in the market may just be one part of the album that you're going to listen to. And if you think of it that way and you have some perspective, it will help you ride out the minor notes of a downturn. Ah, okay. So is there a way to monitor your portfolio then without, you know, being obsessive and checking it each and every day? Yeah. Assuming that you are aware and you've got that perfect perspective now on what this means and what the market does. We know the market goes up and down. We know the market goes up about every three out of four years. There's a lot of things that we know because we've been in this business a long time. But if you are aware of market history, you can take advantage of this. And this is going to sound strange. Don't check your portfolio too often. You can't live and die with every single movement of the market. Checking every day can drive you crazy and it can make you unhealthy, and it will make you too anxious. You should have a long-term horizon, focus on the end goal, and you don't have to check your portfolio every hour of every day. Yeah, that's good advice. Uh, Is there a way to do that then, Uh, obviously, uh, without checking it each day? Oh, absolutely. If you're working with someone like us, if you're working with a good professional advisor, they're doing a lot of the work for you. I would advise you kind of, you can keep a, uh, we keep a running spreadsheet for our clients. So we know exactly where they're at, where they, where they started, how much of their accounts have gone up, how much money they've taken out of their accounts. We're on top of it. But if you're not working with someone, then I would suggest that you take it all of your, take a look at all your accounts once every month, once every quarter, something like that, just to see how the progress is going. Anywhere you have internet access, it's easy to see where your balances are. And then you can just kind of keep a running tab every month, every quarter, every year, certainly. It is nearly impossible to protect yourself from all the unexpected trials that might come your way. But if you have the attitudes and biases that that will keep us acting in our best interest and and prevent us from doing the wrong things, then you're going to be in much better shape. Yeah, and don't panic. That's good advice. Uh, Don't let your emotions control your financial decisions. I think that's uh, been a good theme. And this has certainly been an illuminating discussion on feelings and finances, hasn't it? It has. And I, I, I just would leave people with a couple of things. You want to work with someone, if you're going to work with a financial advisor that has experience, you're going to want to work with someone who has perspective that takes the time to listen and make sure that you're on the right page with your financial advisor. Those are things we pride ourselves on. 
We never forget it's our client's money. We never forget what their goals are, and we try to make sense of what's going on with their financial plan that we've helped them devise. We've tried to make sense of what's going on, how that relates to what's going on in the economy today. The bottom line is we want our clients to reach their financial goals, and we spend the time with them to make sure that we've properly guided them towards what's important. Yeah, there you go. I think that's key right there. And a great show today. As usual, our time has just flown by, and our time is now up for this week's show. Do you have anything else you want to share with us before we go? I always encourage people to give us a call. Uh, It's complimentary. There'll be no cost for us to have a conversation, for us to have a meeting, whether it be virtual, whether it be in person. And you can do that by calling us at 210 824-1750. You can also do that by going to our website, theviablegroup.com. You can listen to some old shows. You can get some information about us. You can take a risk tolerance assessment and you can schedule an appointment with us. So please give us a call or log on to our website. All right. Sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of the three big questions of retirement with our host, Tim Brown. Thank you for listening to the three big questions of retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tim Brown at The Viable Group. Call 210-824-1750 or visit them online at theviablegroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by The Viable Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Texas. Insurance products and services are offered through Viable Strategies, Inc. The Viable Group, Inc. and Viable Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. The Viable Group, Inc., Viable Strategies, Inc., and Tim Brown are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.